Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. You're listening to I Married an Artist, conversations about curiosities, passions, and inspirations. Now, this is a little bit different of an episode because you can hear some corn popping in the background, also known as popcorn. It's the Air Popper by Orville Redenbacher. Old Orville. Now, this is going to be something we're going to be doing on the show in the future. I think we'd like to call it movie night. I like it. So we're going to watch a movie and talk about it. Because we tend to do that anyways, so yeah. we thought we'd just start recording One it. One of our favorite things to do. All right, let's dive into this popcorn and get upstairs. <laughs> Thanks, Orville. just found joy I'm as happy as a baby boy So I was thinking we should watch a movie that we've already seen because then we can have a lot of thoughts about it because I mean you don't want to watch a movie twice if you don't like it That's true there's a lot of movies that uh, I think I tend to fall and rewatch a movie that I know I love more than sometimes picking out a new movie yeah i guess that's exactly what we're doing it's a really good idea it's such a good idea but we've only seen this movie once and we saw it in theaters a couple months ago so there's something magical about the second watch the first rental so we watched this movie in theaters correct this is yeah and i can't even remember what it's called so it's I'm called trying to... book smart okay, okay. i was to, like I'm oh i'm to... burying the lead here i'm trying to search for it um so we watched it in the theaters this summer as many maybe have many of you have but it has just come out for streaming and rental so we thought it'd be a good rewatch we both loved the movie when we first watched it right right okay you want me to give the background of the movie this is the description on roku okay so book smart 2019 directed by olivia wilde i think it's the first movie that she's ever directed and it's starring Caitlin Denver, Beanie Fieldstein, and Jessica Williams. So the description of the movie says, Two high school overachievers decide to cram four years of not-to-be-missed fun into one night, a chaotic adventure that no amount of book smarts could prepare them for. So, might not sound like a movie Luke Ferris would be into, um, but it's kind of like an indie, indie vibe, and, you know, who doesn't love a coming-of-age yeah, definitely come, coming of age. So I was very skeptical before I saw this, but all right. Five ninety nine. I guess Is we have to watch it, it in four K. What is four K? It's expensive. All right, that's our only option. So if you want to hear us talk about this movie and you haven't seen it, pause it right now and do the same thing that we're doing. But if you have seen it, then you can rewatch it. Or just try to remember it. This is always the anticipation before the the watching. Uh, what we grew up with it was the the sound of a v, uh, VHS. Rewind. Rewinding or like the putting it into the actual VHS player, which was always very satisfying.
Good. You're ready to dominate this day. You've worked harder than everyone, and that is why you're a champion. You understand that greatness takes sacrifice. Visualize what you still want to achieve. Stand atop the mountain of your success and look down at everyone who's ever doubted you. I want to start out with the beginning of this movie because you kind of right away know. Wait, what did you think? Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it again. The second time I liked it, um, I picked up on some stuff for Wait, sure that I let's, noticed. Okay, you know, maybe not everybody's seen it. So what do you say? Like a one or two thumbs up? What do you yeah, think? should we have a rating system for our movies? No, just... just. I think we should have a rating system. Okay, sure. Um, What's the system? <laughs> Um, out of, uh, I think it should be a thumbs up, and then we'll, and then it'll of, also be a star. Out of five high fives, out of how many high fives? No, nobody do you knows. Get? How, nobody knows how to rate that. Well, we're gonna create the rating system. I okay. give it a two thumbs up. Okay, I would give it a, I would give it a four, four and a half out of five stars. Would you recommend to a friend? Depends on the friend. But I would pretty much everybody. I would recommend it to. Maybe not my mom. I was gonna say, who wouldn't you recommend it but, to? It's really awesome. It's so funny. So a lot of laughs. Let's go through the kind of the you were taking notes. I was taking notes. I have my notebook. So I I saw you taking notes, and then I thought I should take notes. So I started out strong, and then I thought I'm watching a movie. I don't have time to take notes. Like I'm not at work. I think there's two different ways to do. You can take oh. notes or totally well, I took a few, it. and some of mine are pretty good. But why don't we start with yours, and then maybe maybe we have some of the same thoughts. Mine then... kind of moves chronologically, so. Starting out, first thing I noticed, and one of my favorite parts about this movie is that Volvo. I love that car, that old hatchback Volvo, and then the NPR sticker on the back. The thing is, like, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. The, the car that the girls drive. I have no memory of them driving a car. Okay. I, the car at the end. Remember she references, this is like driving a boat. When they go to the airport? Yeah. It's at the start, right away at the yeah, start I of the movie. Yeah, I like it wasn't really very important. Okay. Principal Brown. It's so good. So Jason Jason Sudeikis, oh. who's the what the husband of Olivia Wilde. Oh, he is. Yeah. So um, he's so funny. He, I love that scene. The first scene he's in. He's not. He's he has the three scenes. Kind of. It's the beginning. It's when he's the lift driver. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. And then graduation. But it's a huge spoiler. That, that, yeah. <laughs> that first scene. Like you can see how tired he is. I feel like he really captures the essence of what a teacher is. I We have friends that are teachers and that's kind of like that essence of like I, I'm here because I'm really passionate and care about being a teacher. Mm. But at the same time, just like get out of my face. But I think I'm done. He also was like the quintessential like wants to be cool teacher too though. Mm-hmm. He cared. In the So okay. I have to say I love this movie because, as I introed it, it's a coming of age, but it's a modern coming of age, and it's not something that you would normally watch. Like, I love a cheesy movie. That's not really your jam, but this is not a classic coming of age. Like, this is a modern one, and it's about high school, but has, like, all these – this is what I was thinking about while I was watching it, all of these sort of, like, different – variations of what high school is like because it's changing right and we can't continue to have the same movie 
Yeah, you can't like, have the tropes. We love ten things about yeah. we. I hate about you, but like we need a new story, right? Yeah, and that's why I think it plays well but, with the tropes that way. But so you still have all the quintessential characters. Like you've got the teacher, like the cool teacher, the lame teacher, the cool girl, the rich girl, the funny guy. Like you have all the characters, but it's it's different. It is different, and that's why I like. But there's this movie. she's still hitting all of the stereotypes, but like they're redone. And what's this guy, this actor's Jason name? Sudeikis. So he's the principal. He's pretty quintessential. But then, like, the modern twist is that he's an, a Lyft or Uber. I don't remember. Lyft driver, yeah. Driver. And it, that's funny. But you could see if this was an 80s movie, maybe they'd run into him, like, working at the movie store or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. But to defend myself, I coming-of-age stories... Why are you defending yourself? Well, to... to I don't necessarily like coming of age story movies, but I do like high school movies. I, I there I think mm. there's that aspect of it. I've I've been known to dabble. Like one in the you same. know, Dawson Dawson's Creek season one. That's not a movie. That's true, but you know I, I can dabble. Um, so love one, a little One Tree Hill. Love yeah yes. A little b-ball by the riverside. Let's move on to. Oh, uh, moving on. Let's just keep it going. Um, I have a lot to say. Right away, the kind of the first classroom scene, you kind Wait, of... Wait, is your, is your idea for this podcast like you're going to break down the whole movie? Not the whole you movie. We can, just, we can just kind of move through it. Okay. I, think, I thought it was going to be kind of like overview. Yeah, we can... It can be whatever. It doesn't have to be defined. <laughs> okay. Luke's so mad right now because I'm being lackadaisical and he's so serious he's so studious he's got all his notes like I guess really I'm in the it nerd. to win it I guess and I'm the i nerd. just want to chat and like laugh about the funny scenes so maybe i th- i think that's the hard part about this movie is i think it's you, so funny. it's still pretty high school's it's been a while but it's still pretty f- fresh and in, in the timeline of life so i think sometimes when you watch these movies what year did you graduate from high school 2011 it's almost 2020 yeah so it's been a while but like so it's interesting because like this we you know the multiple times in the movie when they have all their phones up or like they're texting bizarre it's like oh my gosh that must have been awful nightmare like to have like live video of a party like you know exactly what people are doing all the time like where where we still had like people had cell phones but it was very ominous and the internet was a thing but it wasn't fully accessible captured all the time yeah people weren't broadcasting their lives every second you didn't have real-time data um to know that and so i think i don't know i i actually really connect with these characters because i don't know if i was a book smart high schooler i don't know if i was i think you were just a little bit quiet i think i was until my senior year i kind of kind of did what they did i kind of turned it around i kind of got out there Push more yourself. yeah I, I i went to parties i like just was i just became well, more what, confident what was a party when you were in high school because this is so interesting like you know in the movies they're always these rager parties and in this movie there was actually pictures of mixed cocktails and like the crystal glasses which seemed crazy to me so i went to a pretty pretty well-off high school very good school district um, very wealthy area it was definitely new money but it was a very wealthy area and i didn't go obviously you can tell by the notes that i took about a movie to talk about a movie i didn't go to a lot of parties but i did go to parties and they were usually in basements of these really nice houses so actually this was more accurate than some other were they like, like 90- real parties or were they like kids hanging out 
a lot. It was a mix. I mean, I, I went to one that was like not as exciting as this one, obviously, because it's a movie and they weren't didn't have mixed drinks. But were you, you know, underage drinking, Luke? No, I was not. I okay. was not, and I had accountability partner, my oh, friend. Okay. So I, I do sympathize with this movie because we're gonna give a shout out there. Yeah, no Blackport. Me, I remember him and I did the exact same thing. It was kind of like the friend thing, like we. Uh, he was more social than I was. You guys were like your wingmen. Yeah, but it was not kind of, to like do wrong, but to do right. Yeah, kind of it's just like your to, good conscience. Yeah, friend. kind of just like the you have a friend Keep to like. An eye on yeah, me. so I do, it is kind of funny. I was definitely the. Does this movie like make you think about you and Noah in high school? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it kind of reminds me of you guys. It, it kind of it's more like flashbacks. You yeah. know, I had really really good friends in high school, but I wasn't. That's so lucky. Yeah, it was it was awesome. So it it did remember like remind me. I was definitely more the Amy character. I was probably way more reserved and like. She was she was a bit quieter, but she was also really strong in what she believed in. She just maybe didn't say it so often. Yeah, so I really I connect with her for sure. She kind of followed the lead. I definitely connect with her, especially just the angst and the awkwardness of trying to like like somebody as well. That definitely was was me. I just love all that. Like I love that tension. Like I love that in the coming of age stories. I love that in a romance movie. Like I thrive off of that sort of like awkward. Oh, it's so good. I don't. I can't explain. I just love it. Yeah, it is. It's, very it's something real. that sucks you in. I think because it's an emotion that everyone shares, and then I think this movie is so great because it, in some ways, it's so much more accurate than any kind of coming of age high school and drama. It's funny that you're saying that too, because it's a movie about two girls. One of them is gay, and so you really have no connection to these leading characters. But we both said that like. That was the most authentic movie I've seen about high school. And the reason I'm asking you about your high school experience is because I don't even know how similar this is to it. But for for all the reasons, and we can talk about it, whatever reasons, like the authenticity is so strong. Well, I think it's good writing. They hit but on it's the... also so interesting when you think about yeah. that. Like you're watching a movie and the person you're relating to the most is the gay female lead. Yeah. It's, isn't, it's isn't just crazy? so cool. Yeah, like I mean, I, it's it's so authentic, and it's just like human and people, and like high school is pretty much the same for everybody if you break it down. Like you say that a million times as an adult, but when you're at that age, just like everything is so brutal, and you could never feel more alone in the world, even though you have more friends than you'll ever have in your entire life combined. Yeah, and it's like you crazy. live with your family, and there you'll never live with that many people again, unless maybe you have kids. It's so weird, but it, the feelings are so intense, and you just could never imagine. And then you're an adult, and you realize, oh, we all felt the exact same way. Yeah. But we didn't know what to do with ourselves, and everything about you at that age is bursting at the seams. It's like emotion, sexual tension, frustration, like everything. And this movie really got that. It really does. I we we're talking about how do you even have the classic high school trope of. Actually, both of the lead characters got kind of high school played by the the two like love interests that they were both interested in, and they both yeah. played Major each other. Major spoiler. And then they actually get together, which is which was weird. Yeah, it was. I think it was. I don't kind think of, it needed to happen. I think it was for the shock and all value. I didn't really. Care what do you think about, about the pool scene? Because you know, all I could think about was high school English teachers talking about water and rebirth. <laughs> That's what I was. All thinking I could about. think about was we live in Michigan. There's not a lot of pool. Like people aren't. I never went to a party with a pool. Yeah. There's only a couple months out of the year that we're in pools. Yeah. So like you know, 
also and the, none of those months are school school yeah. year so yeah. there's there wasn't a lot of pool parties but all i could think was you know people would die like this is not safe like this looks just horrible yeah i didn't go to parties like that that were like that party looked dangerous and the movie parties always do and i i didn't that that wasn't happening where i went to high school what what were you doing but you you did bonfires and yeah it was like a lot of bonfires yeah we were out like near the lake shore which also sounds a little scary we had like yeah, parties think, in like the sand dunes yeah that sounds more scary than and, a like bonfires house. um we'd have parties at like barns pole barns and everyone would like sleep in their car honestly it was it was actually very safe yeah yeah let's talk about a character that i there's two characters actually that i think we both uh love the most <laughs> Jer, Jer Bear Jer, Jer. and no, Gigi. Jer, Jer. It's Gigi and Jer Bear. They're so good. Uh, it, it's, uh, those <clears throat> two are really great. I think um, Gigi is the like spiritual guide through the entire uh, movie, like the story. She's kind of like almost in like mythology. She's like the guide, like the mystical guide, wow, like the Yoda I, through the whole. Because she, she pops up. She always has a different outfit. And she helps drive the story. Like she does. everything She's, she does, she, connects it. she drives the story by what she says and does. It helps push it forward. You know, she gives them directions to the party. That's uh, true. She put like she's I didn't really she that. jumps off the boat, which is gets them to go to the next thing. She's always yeah. How was she, how did she do that? That was. But that's where it's like she's almost like she's this mystical character, and and she's definitely played like it's played that way, which I think is is really cool. And that actually was by um, Carrie Fisher's daughter. Really, uh, was the actress. Yep. How old is she? Do you know? Let's see. I didn't. I didn't. Billy Lord. Her name's Billy. Yep. I didn't realize that. Ninety-two, so she's twenty-seven. That is so cool. I I liked Gigi, especially like when her first scene was like she was rolling up to high school. She's in like a fancy car. The music's on. By the way, that was a that was a Pontiac Grand Am. By the way. <laughs> by the way, by the way, all of the music from the movie was so good the soundtrack at while we were watching it i said the soundtrack is so good and i immediately like followed it on spotify i can't wait to listen to it there's a lot of good bops yeah like bops i don't know and i'm excited to like listen to anyway the scene when Gigi's rolling up like that the tracking on. shot is so cool the tracking shot is so good it's she's awesome. in her fur jack she's got her sunglasses on and it's again like we're talking about like quintessential high school she's quintessential rich girl right that's the commentary that they make about her and jared is like here comes i think they say like here comes the money or something and so you have like immediately an inclination of who you assume these characters are going to be and then they just completely twist it and it's like they're not they're not the popular kids in school actually they're the exact opposite like they well, Gigi's well liked. Jared is like a weirdo. He's well, he's kind of like just the he's the classic try-hard character. But he's also the top guy. Like he's they're the wealthiest kids in school. So a lot of times those characters are like run the scene. And I like that about this movie is that's not how this goes. Like Gigi's the free spirit. Jared's also a free spirit. Like he's kind of like making his own way, choosing to be an oddball. Like he owns his uniqueness. Honestly, Gigi was like the the rich girl throwback, you know. Yeah. It looked like, like a scene trope. from a yeah. different time. Yeah. yeah. But then also she was like 90s Paris Hilton. Yeah. Like just and you know what? Style. Paris Hilton, she's still the same and I'll tell you, she's still cool. Like she's the ultimate club girl and that's like what this was. And I thought it was so funny and just 
thanks for giving us a new character. Yeah, really unique characters. All the characters I, are really unique. We, we need new characters because, like, movies, everyone complains, like, they're, they're boring. Like, there's no, there's nothing, like, interesting. There's nothing new. This is different. Mm-hmm, it's and, like, different. this character was new, and she was cool. I even love just to kind of continue this point. One of the, I think, the best scenes of the movie, that really it's kind of triggers the whole um, problem and and the whole scenario of the whole movie the twist is the bathroom scene um, where they're where they're in the in the bathroom and which is this is a cl- at the party no at the high school earlier in the movie this is the cl- you're talking about you're talking it's when about- molly's going to the bathroom and the she's the in the kid, gender yeah. co-ed bathroom and all the other kids are t- are talking about, talking about so she overhears yeah. them saying mean things about her and this is a classic High school movie trope. I mean, you yeah. see this throw. I mean, it's, every it's time. in Scream. It's in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I mean, yeah. it's it is a classic high school. Also, tool. what a nightmare. Yeah, I would fall in the toilet. And so never come out. the twist is she comes out and confronts them because yeah, she kind of it's so her bold. character super yeah. bold and kind of she actually Fearless. she actually attacks them. Yeah, and, and so and you you assume based off of how they've kind of played it up that these guys are burnouts. They like don't really care about school. The whole twist is. Oh wait, these kids, even though they partied and are like social, do not care about school. Are going to Harvard. Seemingly, they're very successful. They have a social life and they're studious. Which this this really kind of hit it for me is because I felt like that was a lot of my high school people that like they partied and did stuff and like they could care less, but were actually extremely smart and academic. And it was always like really, it's like wow, these these people that could do it all almost it seemed. Which is way more accurate to what high school is. It also shows that I think you can, you can kind of BS through high school, right? Really easily, but it's way more accurate than putting the the jocks in kind of tropes. And she she says jock, like she about Nick, like the main guy. Oh. But I mean, but then again, do we even know what sport he played? No, they don't even define it, which is kind yeah. of interesting. He's never wearing a jersey. He's no, actually he wearing. Looks... He's wearing tube socks. I did notice that in his outfit. I think tube socks are like in. I. Yeah. And then he was wearing like a bathing suit to school as well. I did love that kind of scene where she gets hit by that water, well, water balloon, quote unquote, that yeah. like joyous, raucous last day yeah. of senior year. I do remember that. Like it, the last month of senior year. Wild. So much energy. Did you guys do pranks? Kind of, yeah. We kind of did pranks. We, I kind of. Kind of. Well, we would goof around a lot. We No, but like, did you do like senior prank i don't think we did enough i can't even remember if we did a, like a full-on senior oh we prank. had a theme ours was we run this oh okay no it was like it was wild holland high school class of 2011 you guys know there was so much pride the pranks were severe we tinfoiled an entire classroom yeah, we every single object that. in the classroom um saran wrap over the toilet seats which is truly evil um balloons in an entire classroom i think we put all the furniture on the roof of a building. Wow. That's I serious. didn't I didn't do that. So it's sort of parallel with this of like I was a bit afraid, you know. Yeah. You don't want to do something bad at the end of the school year. Could you get arrested for that? Probably. You know, could you fall and die? Yeah. Like I was like one toe in, one toe out. That was me in high school like Oh, I was so I'm still scared of being wrong, wrongfully accused of uh like the party time. scene at the end if we we can fast forward to the end where like I never was in a situation where like the cops came to a party, but you'd hear about that all the time. Yeah, that was like that was my. I was greatest in a situation fear. when that my, my dad absolute, came to a party, which might be 
might be Which worse. Which is probably in, worse. In, in, the, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I can't even, like, Dad, I'm so sorry. That was horrifying. <laughs> I want to throw up. Uh, going back to your point is, I think one of my favorite lines is in, of the movie is, it's not really a beautiful line, but in the valedictorian speech, she says, you're all pretty great. And she's like, I see you guys now. And it's kind of the idea that, yeah, they're good and bad, and they all like hurt each other in some ways or said mean things. I think like all the characters kind of, they jab at each other, the whole... They're just immature kids. But in the end, they they all have this like underlying care, even... Um, well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what, that's what it is. Like when you live in a community and you grow, and this is what I had, you grow up going to school with the same kids your whole life, like... Not everybody was necessarily best of friends, but I can't say there was anyone I went to high school with that, like, didn't like each other. It was, like, truly really mean. It was, like, you could be interested in all these different things, and you still kind of knew everybody. I mean, I graduated with, like, 200 people in my class. It wasn't huge. Everybody sort of knew each other. You were friendly. I mean, it was your community. And I think that's more I would guess of what high school is yeah. than what it is normally in the movies. It's not these like segregated classes. I mean, there were kids at my school, like I played sports. I did theater. I was on student council. It, you cross over. Yeah. I played football. I did broadcasting and journalism classes. Like I was. And that seems more um, authentic. Maybe we're, maybe we were weird, but also this movie made it, made that point that I think a lot of coming of age high school movies don't that it's like your kids yeah and you're not these classist like segregated groups. and maybe that was our generation i think maybe because movies made in the 90s and early 2000s or even the 80s it was about you know the last 30 40 years of high school and that was what it maybe used that to was be. what it used to be it was more strict i think even like a character like george when he's singing uh alanis morissette i like it because he he's kind of snipping he's like it's kind of his moment uh-huh. but then he shares the stage as well and he's kind of rooting on amy when she when she takes the mic so it kind of shows that like they give each other a lot of crap but at the same time they're supportive and even when nick realizes that they're at the party he gets super excited when when, when they who's the, nick he's the 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 jack guy the main oh, guy he's frosted tips frosted frosted curls so like but they're excited that they're there to party it's not they're like oh i thought you were just all you cared about which was... you would be right yeah like, that's how if i feel like I that's was how it was throwing a party and someone came who i didn't really expect to show up i would be thrilled it's like wow this must be a good party and they want to hang out i'm so glad that they came i didn't think they'd come if anything that's like a compliment to you right mm-hmm. so that whole weirdness of like these high school scenarios of these people can't be invited and can't come. So unrealistic. Like, of course you want them to come. Also, I loved Okay. Here we go. Yes. And he's not even that good. <laughs> Alan. Oh, he's not good. And but that's, he was, he's putting it all out. That's why it was so good. Yeah. I, I, I just, I love that scene. That's a, that's a great scene. I don't know. Another part of the movie that was interesting to me, I think the whole jail thing 
was a little bit that's what it took it took it out of me a little bit because if I guess we didn't see what she did. She just ran at the cops. But like you I guess she was probably arrested for being underage drinking. Yeah, but you wouldn't be thrown in jail for that. What like, would happen? I don't think you'd be thrown in a drunk like I guess maybe you'd be thrown in the drunk tank. I don't think you that's what happened. You know what's interesting? Happens. We never saw her drink any alcohol. Yeah, so she didn't she was just at the party unless she like She was acting drunk. Yeah, so maybe that that was her but, whole thing. But I actually was thinking about that and I don't they accidentally did drugs. But Yeah. I don't think What do you think about that scene? That was really I interesting. Thought that was funny. Where they kind of turned into Barbie dolls, which is like, <laughs> they had like it a, was weird. A weird trip. I think watching it again, like the first time it took me like a few seconds, I was, was like, like what's this happening? is really weird. But watching it again, it was kind of interesting because it, it was kind of a commentary, like they're Barbies and it was kind of their plane. I was that. just thinking like one of these writers or someone who chimed in had this experience because yeah, it must have like, like where, that where happened to from? someone before because. And I can understand how that would happen. Like, it it honestly was scary to me because my brain is weird, and I could see my brain doing that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, th- I really thought it was it was pretty clever, and the animation was really cool too. So I thought it was hilarious, and it paid off for them at the end when they're walking oh, out of the house. And it was all worth it for that. It was it was all worth it. I I said this while we're watching it. Like, you could tell this movie was fun to make. Yeah, you could tell like the writers had fun because it, it was creative and funny and interesting. You could tell that the actors had fun. Like, you know they're best friends. Okay, maybe they're not. I, I think they are. Like, they had a blast. It just, everything about it made me feel happy. Yeah, even though they were dealing with tough subjects. or you No, know, but the people who made the movie. Yeah, you could tell. It, it shone through the movie. And I think great movies. Like, the, the can, chemistry of yeah. friendship was so there. It's one of those things where I could see, it, you know, character from like this corner who maybe didn't have a scene with this girl are actually best friends in real life because the set was really fun and just the making of the movie was a good time. It was like everything was simple, you know, costume was simple, set was simple, the writing was really good, the acting was really good, and it just makes me think that the making of the movie was a good creative, like fun time. Yeah, it seemed like the whole creative process was... And the, the characters felt like true maybe to the actors. Where, like they had that capability to come through because they were so specific and funny. Like the humor seemed authentic. It looked like just a good time to make. So I wrote down, the writing is so funny. The getting ready scene is really refreshing compared to the usual montage of yeah. girls getting ready to go to a party. Like the first thing they put on. Well, they, yeah, they spend no time getting ready. The whole time they're just like being silly. And then the best is like the classic, you put on like a giant jacket over your like skimpy little outfit so your parents don't know like what you're wearing. And they did that. They put on these like puffer winter coats. And then as soon as they got outside, they took them off and they were wearing long sleeves, like Ghostbusters jumpsuits like and, the and, most amount and like high high tide neck scarves I know, it's like so funny. literally no skin showing and i, I want to hear someone talk about like why that happened and i don't know if anyone else that thinks this is funny but like it was hysterical that i i, I wouldn't necessarily know what that feels like but i i actually we've well, seen that scene in yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. so many where times they're, where they're, they're like yeah. they're at this and you go to the house and you're wearing like your big jacket over your outfit because you don't want your parents to see but there was no reason why they needed to hide their outfits 
so great. Now, how great was uh, Will Forte and Lisa Kudrow I, as the I, parents? Yeah, they were so Just good. incredible. Uh, so Will, supportive. Will Forte, of course, another SNL guy, so uh, getting in there. Potentially uh, one of the best scenes. Yeah, I just love that scene. I, I forget what his, he, the, the dish he has, but is that your father is so proud of you and loves you so much. <laughs> they name all the foods that they make for her as like a gift. And, oh. One of them is like salsa, moving on. Or, they don't make any they, sense. They don't make sense. They're so good. I wish that I was in high school with these people. Like, this didn't, of course, these are adults. Adults wrote this. Adults played this. Like, those were adult actors. But it seemed like the movie revolved around caring about important things, but still being fun and cool in your unique way. That's the ultimate challenge of being a young person. And I think they captured that, but it also, like, brought it to another level of, I can't. I couldn't have done that at that age. No. Like I can't could only focus on one of those things. I couldn't be focused and fun and uniquely cool. I I don't have like the brain power to do that. Yeah, it it I don't think you're mature. I still mature think enough. about that as an adult now like you're working and you're trying to like grocery shop and exercise and podcast. Yeah, it's it's tough and, life. And like trying to focus on what you want to put your time into and then i think about high school i'm like i was in school the entire day and then i was doing extracurriculars and then i was doing homework and then i had a a social life that i will never have ever again yeah weird so it's just no i had i was so much i was so social i don't know how the hours in the day existed and i don't know how i was like that well-rounded without being stressed so I think they did kind of capture that. Like these girls were the best of friends, totally devoted to their friendships, which is really hard to do. They were extremely studious and like on their game, which is hard to do. And they were also like very uniquely cool. Like they had their own thing going that was respected by people, even though they weren't quote unquote popular. I thought they were cool. Like they had cool style. They had like yeah, cool jokes. They were, they were individually unique. I do like. Also, are people like, are those real people? In high school, like yeah, I think do people it, in high school have tattoos. There's a lot of tattoos. Yeah, that's that was maybe they do. Maybe they do. I don't know. I thought one of the interesting things that was well written was when the cool teacher is picking them up from the pizza place and they're driving, and she talks about I focused way too much in high school and I didn't have any fun, and then I spent all of my college years having fun and blowing off, and it like almost ruined me. And I right. thought that was that was like really quickly put in there, but I was like, oh, that was pretty deep. Like that, like it was a that, joke, but it was serious. But it, like I think that happens to people. A lot of people that I know that were really stu- studious and serious. Maybe in high school, I took it really serious, and then college was the first time they had freedom, mm-hmm. or maybe they had a structure when they were growing up that was really um, tight and intense. And then when you go to college, you're or totally college free. Was the goal, so yeah, you made it. That's the whole thing. It always is funny, like how the the lead the, they always talk about how everything's planned out and your plans it's and they really capture that like kind of innocence and that n- that naive feeling that you can control everything or you can have a plan for the world in your life and it it quickly you, even when you get to college you realize you can't plan your life and things change but when you're a senior in high school you think you can plan your entire life mm-hmm. or maybe you don't at all yeah i mean i didn't but i think people do I should have tried. I definitely went to high school where the, the mindset of planning your life was definitely more 
in the environment because of where I went mm-hmm. and that way. So I connected with that. Did you have other like you have so many notes? I mean, I should give you a shot here. Um, I love the the pizza guy that ended up being um, wanted by the police in the background. I don't know if you can hear. There's a cat. Kyla Wren. Welcome to the podcast. First appearance. Hi. Kyla Wren is our cat. Here he comes. Come here. He was, I don't know if he was watching the movie. He was sleeping next to me on the couch. Now he doesn't, you know, he, he likes, he's pretty dramatic. He was meowing and now he wants to play. Here he comes. Say hi to the folks out there, Kylo. He's got nothing. Yeah. The pizza, the pizza guy was good. Yeah. That little twist at the end. I like how he explained to them to be safe. Like, don't go into a stranger's like, car, like that whole thing. I yeah, thought that was I don't, clever. I don't find humor in that. But. Okay. I thought it was funny. What do you think about half Ravenclaw, half Slytherin? Amazing. Yeah, that was a great little line in there. That was so funny. That was really good. You know what? The way to a girl's heart is to drop an unexpected Harry Potter reference. Because there's something about it that makes you feel like, how do they know? In reality, yeah. guys, guys listening, we all know. We all it's know Harry obvious. Potter. There's like four like options. It's, no, but I mean, it's not. Oh, yeah. It's not everyone, like this. It's not like you're talking about. Everyone who loves Harry Potter feels like it's the pathway to your heart. Like, it's your deepest love. Like, we all feel so intensely about it. And if you don't know someone, there's like a, like a 10, 90% chance that like they love Harry Potter. So if you kind of drop yeah, a little Harry Potter crumble, like it's, you can really, you can really get a girl with that. So lead with the Harry Potter. It's not like we're talking about the spice minds of Tarrakis. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? No, I do not. Is that Star Wars? No. It's, what is that? <laughs> tell you when you're older. Uh, that is so... What do you think about the fight scene between the two? The way they kind of they're going at each other, and then it slowly fades out, and it's silent. It was the, a pretty the, tense the moment. The girls. Yeah. It was an intense scene, but really, it was like the best scene for Amy because she's always been like the sidekick, sort of quiet, less spoken friend. And for once, she was right, and she was trying to speak. And the other girl, what's her name? Molly. Molly. She's a little bit obnoxious, and like she needed to be told, "Hey, I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk, and you, you won't let me speak." And the only reason any of that happened was because Molly wouldn't allow her friend to say like a few simple words. And it's frustrating to watch because I'm identifying as Amy, and it's like this controlling person, you know, and then you have to blow up because there's no other way to be heard. Yeah. Let's wrap this baby up. Uh, maybe really? with, there's uh, so much to talk about. We could go on and on and on. One of my favorite lines in the movie, I'm just going to throw it out. Uh, was that Cardi B? <laughs> if you watch the movie, you know what I'm talking about. I'm glad you want to end on that. Oh, uh, that was, that was so good. Honestly, that was really funny. Uh, Guy Fieri's wet dream talking about, uh, don't even say what, yeah, you guys know. We just don't only care about school. It's too weird of a story to be made up. I have two things, two last thoughts. Thank you for rewriting the airport goodbye scene. Yes, that was great. We needed a new one. We needed a new one. It was perfect. It was golden hour, tears down this, down the cheek, unspoken emotion, and then smack dab with like realness. Slam it on the car. Yeah. They cut it. They, they cut the it like, was so emotional good. music. And it's just, I love how they end it. Just like. Thank you. 
But I just, man, my anxiety kicks in. Like, you're she's going not going to make her flight. You're on an international flight to Uganda. You don't have time for pancakes. You can, you, no. No, you got to get through. She's got to. Uh, That's high school, uh, baby. Chill. You haven't missed a flight yet. You haven't have to. You haven't had to run. Also, her, I, why aren't her parents there? You think they would like to send their don't child off? Yeah, that's okay. My last thought: they talked about being scared. I was thinking specifically to high school, but just like life in general, the worst parts of us come out because we're scared, especially at that age. You think about bullying and. Sometimes you're mean to the best friend in the world and you leave someone behind and you act in a way that's not authentic to yourself. And it's because you're scared. You're scared of being well-liked. You're scared of being the one left behind. You're scared of whatever it is. And that that's where the bad stuff comes out. And I think it goes back to what we're saying about there's not really bad guys and good guys and things like that in high school and the coming of age. It's just the way people act in certain situations. And the, the worst parts just come out when we're scared. So like when you're sharing kindness with each other and supporting your friends and saying, I'm scared too, and all of those things that this movie did, you know, that's what it's all about. And I think they just did a good job of telling that. I think that's a great way to wrap up our conversation. Our first movie night, Book Smart. Again, connect with us on the social medias like and subscribe visit our website all that good stuff we will have more movie nights in the future i watch a movie I don't know how many movies think i watch a week three three or four love a good flick so we'll have many more movie nights to come and maybe we'll have a guest on a future movie night when i met my sweet who else likes movies i'm thinking of a variety of people all right. Send us out with our call in if you um, want to be on movie night. Just call just us text if, if if you want to hang out. When you text call me. me. Text me. We're pretty free. That's why we're doing this podcast. <laughs> that should be our closer. We're pretty free. That's why we're doing. This. We live together and we don't have anything now, else to do. And I don't miss the sun. Because isn't my baby smile. And to think that I'm the lucky one